0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Each Sunday, our worship starts with the same words. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Some have said that we do that to remember that we're baptized. That that is the name that was put on us on the day we were baptized into the Christian faith. But it's actually even more than that. We call it the invocation. We are invoking that name. That name that was put on us when we were baptized. We are invoking the name of the triune God. In other words, as we come here and gather as an assembly of people, we invoke that name that reminds us exactly who we are. That name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is on us. We are part of the family. Part of the family of God, Where the Father is above us all and Christ the Son is our Lord, but also our brother. We are not a bunch of meek, timid, frightful peons shuddering in the presence of the Almighty God. No, we call on that name because we belong to him. And therefore, we belong here. There's a boldness, a confidence that each of us ought to have due to this reality. That we can call on the name of the triune God because we belong to the triune God. We are part of the family. That name is put on each and every one of us. Now contrast that with the Canaanite woman. In the gospel, she's no child of God. In fact, Jesus, even in the course of our text, refers to her as a dog. She is no child of God because she's descended from a people that God had actually marked for destruction. When Israel first entered the promised land and the Canaanites dwelt there, God commanded that those people be destroyed. Every man, woman, and child. Israel, as was customary for them, disobeyed. She is only there because of Israel's disobedience. And yet, this woman, who who has no reason to call herself a child of God like you and I have, She becomes an example of the faith that Israel often lacked. And to be quite frank, an example of the faith that many who call themselves Christians lack. She is one who goes after Jesus. She pursues him, if you will. And she demands from him that he act toward her in mercy. She absolutely refuses to be turned away. Though Jesus at first pays her no attention, though the disciples are annoyed by her, she will find mercy from the one she calls the Lord the son of David. Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. This Gentile woman, a descendant of godless people, trusts that Jesus is Lord and son of David and therefore trusts that he has power even over the demons. That yes, even the demons will scatter and flee at the word of Jesus Christ. Though she has no right to call herself a child of God, she believes, she trusts this, and she goes after Jesus, demanding that he be merciful to her. She goes after him until she gets what she needs. She is an example of prayer that demands action, that calls on God to act on her behalf. And though Jesus continues to put obstacles in her path, She becomes the example to us of someone who will go before the Lord knowing that he will indeed act merciful. He says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He tells her, it's not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But this woman knows enough to know That Jesus is merciful. And so she approaches him with an expectation, even a demand that he show her mercy, even if it's only the crumbs that fall off the table. She trusts that even a crumb of mercy from the Lord Jesus Christ will be more than sufficient to break the power of the devil and cure her daughter possessed by a demon. And so I invite you, who are rightly called the children of God, who are now God's Israel, brought into the family, true descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I want to ask you, how much can you expect? How much can you demand from your Lord? And to answer that question, I invite you to remember what I said at the start of the sermon. What name has been put on you? The very name of the triune God himself. You belong to him. He has already claimed you as his. He has already Revealed himself as a God of mercy. Having already washed you and made you his by the blood of his son. Having already held before you the promise that you will live forever in a new heaven and a new earth. You are a child. You are an heir of this kingdom. His name is on you. You cannot just expect him to be merciful Demand it. Go boldly before your Father in heaven through the blood of Jesus Christ, calling on him to be merciful. Pray with that sort of confidence. I'm, of course, not talking about prayers to win the lottery or for our kids to make the travel team of whatever sport they pray. What did this woman want from Jesus? She wanted him to break the power of the devil. Her daughter was oppressed by a demon. And demons indeed assault and oppress us today. You do not think we are surrounded on every side by downright devilish Demonic ideologies and powers that are afflicting us, afflicting our children, afflicting our families, afflicting our communities? Parents, how often do you pray for your children to be delivered from the assaults of the devil? Not just praying, but calling upon, demanding that God be merciful and rescue them from the snares that are out there to entangle them. Or parents who have adult children and you worry about their faith, go before the throne of your God in prayer and call upon him to be merciful, to be exactly who he has revealed himself to be or however the assaults of the devil are coming at you St Paul talked about sexual assaults in 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 he writes about the passion of lust and that God desires our sanctification there are all other sorts of assaults love of the flesh love of earthly comforts are you calling upon your God in boldness demanding that he deliver you from the assaults of the devil In our intro, it we prayed the words, remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. The prayers of a Christian, of one with the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit put upon them, are not some timid, weak need attempt to wave our hands and get God's attention. No, you are baptized into the one who sits at God's right hand. And if you are baptized into Christ and he is at the right hand of the Father, then the ear of the Father is yours in Jesus Christ. The prayer of the Christian calls on God to remember His mercy. It expects mercy. It demands mercy in time of need. And like the Canaanite woman, the Christian never takes no when it goes to God for mercy. It knows and has every confidence that God will be mercy toward his dear children. Our every gathering in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit is an opportunity to be showered in the mercy of the Heavenly Father through the blood of Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit. To have sins forgiven, absolved, washed away The promises of salvation and eternal life held before us in the confidence that they are ours to feed and feast on the very body and blood of the one who shed his blood upon the cross to be mercy from the Father for you and me. Gathering as the people of God is our calling on God to remember his mercy and for us, to remember who he is and also who we are. You, baptized child of God, belong to the family. His name is on you, it is your name now. You are a dear, beloved member of the family of God. And just as every earthly child ought to have a right to expect and demand good things from earthly fathers. I'm not talking about good things like ice cream or video games or cell phones or computers. I'm talking about good things like care and love and protection and food and safety So you, a heavenly child of the heavenly father, have a right to expect, to demand that your father be merciful to you in your time of need. Call on him in the boldness of the name that is placed on you. Remember who you are. And remember to whom you belong. And remember that God will remember his mercy toward you. And let that be the way in which you approach your prayer. Let that be the way in which you go boldly and confidently before God's throne To receive his grace and love and compassion. Go with the faith of the Canaanite woman, who, though she had no reason to expect it, trusted that God would be merciful. And in Jesus, he was. He breaks the devil's power. He sends the demons fleeing, and he will be merciful to you. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.